It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN, it's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Six and we are in the Toolkit Depot studio for this stunning day. 31 degrees today. It's a chilly start. Just 11 right now. Scotty, good morning. Good morning to you, mate. Uh, we be back at home here. We're back at home. We just, <laughs> it was an away game. We are in the white shorts. Never flattering. Uh, it was a bit of... Uh, it was interesting, though, to watch the, uh, the horses and jockeys go about their business early. Yeah, it was great. back in the Toolkit Depot. We were simulcasting yesterday with our man, of course, Gareth Hall from SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth. And, of course, all roads lead to Ascot on the weekend. And all roads lead to Northam and York tomorrow as well. A bit of up through the Avon. Um, there's, there's Peter Hall outside the studio there. That's, so that's, that's one of the little fellas that you talk about all the time. Yeah, look at him lurking around. So, under five foot eight. So he's, the, he's in charge of the apprentice. Right now, he's right. a former superstar jockey. He rode many yeah. a Perth Cup winner, Peter Hall. Yeah, he's in charge. Like he's coming in. He's not coming. He's not our guest though. He's obviously um, he's going across the road Morley. to Gareth. He's going to Gareth's joint. Um, interesting enough, uh, we've got a massive show for you today, and I will say straight off the top that the sixteenth day of November. Yeah, oh, oh, hang on, I'm waiting for what you have to say next. Come on, is in the top three. Oh, is it days? Yep. Wow. Of days for on this day. Now, I thought yesterday was ragged. I think yeah. we were on, on location, so it wasn't as smooth as it should have been. You know, I'm there. The good thing is. I normally link up with my man, Lois, and we had this sort of eye, hand-eye coordination. Yeah, some signals through yeah, the Yeah, he was a bit loose yesterday, and I was a bit tight. You know what I mean? So it just didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a bit of a meeting this morning about it. And you like it. We both like it. We both think this is Absolute top so notch. So even though uh, the boss, Sam Thompson, she was listening uh, on location somewhere in country Victoria. The Trove Valley. The Trove Valley, <laughs> yep. And uh, it, there was no messages afterwards no, saying no. that should never be heard again? No, no. So obviously it's been accepted inside the network. Must have been a signal breakdown. Or something. <laughs> uh, but this 16th, happened... 16th, right? Are you pumped it up? Good. This happened in 1981. This is just a... Hey, ta- what are you doing? This is a taster. Hello, hello, my goodness. Okay, do you know what that is? Just look at me, just look at me, don't look at the cheat sheet. It sounds golfish. Have a listen again. Hello, hello, my goodness. 1981 on this day. Yeah, look, mate, to be perfectly honest with you, you I want to support your segment, but I don't know most of the names you say during on this day, so I've got no idea what that is. Is it golfy? Golfy? Cricket. Whose voice is it? I don't know. Hello? Hello? My goodness. Sounds like Tony Gregg. It's exactly who it is. Is Like Tony Gregg. If anyone can guess what that is, 1981 on this day. What took place on this day 
November 16 and 9, and they're what all going to give them. I'll, I'll, I'll lay London Bridge. John of Woodvale will be the first one who will text him because he knows everything, right, John? He's very yeah. clever man. Yeah. But they'll be going to the Google. They'll be all going to the Google right now. November 16, 981, famous cricket event. Yep. So that's will, fine. No, it's not. Well, but they're well, going you know to, what? Go for your life. There's no prizes for you. <laughs> oh, really? We've got no prizes. <laughs> uh, big show, as I mentioned. Hey, Mike Clayton's going to join us because the LIV tour is uh, coming, the Live Tour is coming to Australia yep. next year, in about April, and Adelaide have won the rights. Well, here. when you say it's coming to Australia, it's going to Adelaide. So, yeah, it's an iffy. Mate, they've got the... Wackety whack whack! They've got the st- the round, the... Magic round, the, the Australia round, the everyone round. round. Yeah, so they've got that. But good for footy round. They've got that. They've got... Live. Live. They're doing okay, mate. They're doing okay. Imagine if they, when they get Colour TV, how good it's going oh, to be over there. And if they get a building more than 32 storeys high. Steely Green's going to come into the studio. Is this not one of the best names in Australian sport? Possibly the best. Steely Green is his name. He's a young man who's... Uh, a story and a half, too. He's, well, I've seen the notes. Is there ever? I haven't. <laughs> There's a, he's a, look, he's a young man who's... Well, they say he's got agility, clean hands. Well, that's good. Wash your hands, Jeffrey. Yeah, well, yeah, it's sick otherwise. Contested work, endurance, tackling, uh, improvements, ball use, scoreboard impact and versatility. Those are just a snapshot of the drafting prospects. Yeah, but what's he man. got to the six-pointer? That's that's Good where point. we find out what uh, what these Good kids point. are all about. Silly green. All reports, his parents were big fans. I'd love to know where he got the name from. Well, there. I've done my research. I've done my research. I'm going to blow you away with this one. (laughs) Never done it before. You'll be so surprised. Wow. Yeah. John of Glen Forest, no Google required, in brackets, I think. He's uh, given us his thoughts on what took place on this day. Keep them coming. We'll let you know. 0487736736 on the temperate bedshed text line. Bedshed, the experts in temperate mattresses, pillows and bases. Is he right? Uh, he is right. Okay. But other people might be right. So here it is again, a small taste tester. This is Tony Gregg on this day, 981. Hello. 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 My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mike Clayton's going to join us talking about all things. Chloe Paparo is a WA cricket star, and she's setting the record this weekend yeah. on Saturday. They play the Melbourne Stars for the most games, games record holder for the Perth Scorchers. She's a good fun chat. That's huge. And also Tim Mitchell from KFC Supercoach. And uh, John Rilly's going to join us too. And congratulations to Sean Redhage. Yeah. He's, his singlet has been, will be cast up into the top of... The stadium, RSC Arena, retired, number 42. What a superstar he was. So, so superstar, not just a good player? Uh, no, he's a bona fide superstar. The numbers stack up. Yeah? Yeah. The retired jersey's fair? Oh, Warranted? 100%. Yeah. There's a lot of... There's a, just asking questions. Just the question, asking the question. Yeah, well, why do you ask him? No, no, you're looking for something controversial. No, that's not there. Mate, we don't do controversy here. We don't do it. <laughs> so I was just, yeah, no, fair. Because um, Sean Reddish is probably one of those people that went to the East States, Eastern States, and this is not the barometer of everything, but there's so many, when you think of some of the great West Coast Eagles, they're, they're not as revered because they're 
they were tucked away over here. Sean Reddish, I think, if he went to the Eastern States, I'm not sure that many people would know him. Oh, well, you don't have to. The numbers no, stack exactly up. Right. No, exactly right. The numbers no, stack no. up, and he's got plenty of championships to And he's got a retired jersey. Yeah, yeah. I've got <laughs> a few retired jerseys just because no one wants to wear them. <laughs> you got, have, you got baggy. The, have you got the retired ones and the sack ones? Yeah, well... Oh, you got the oh, set uh, you know what? I wish I had two two categories. <laughs> I've only got the one category. <laughs> hey, um, this has just made news too through the IPL. Uh, today was the deadline, or yesterday was the deadline. Thank you, DM Breaker, DM Breaker. Are they still sponsoring? They are. They are now. Um, Aussies have been cut from their IPL teams. Have come oh. through. Oh, yeah. So um, gone out of their IPL squads. AJ Ty. Nathan Coulter-Nile, uh, Jason Berendorf has switched clubs. So these some players can switch, but they've been cut from their initial uh, franchises. AJ Ty, Nathan Coulter-Nile, Sean Abbott, who's just been caught up into the Australian squad. Berendorf, Sams, Meredith and Aaron Finch have all been released by their respective IPL clubs. Oh, that's and not they, great news. Ah, well, uh, this happens. Hey, Paul says... <laughs> sympathy. Uh, well, hang on. Not big on sympathy. Hey, hey, we're in a room of blokes who have been uh, cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One thing about the write-ups on AFL draft prospects, they make kids who are taken at the back end of the rookie draft sound like they should have been taken at pick one, says Paul. Good point. Well, we'll find yeah, out. it's a fair thing because, they're, look, they're a sensitive bunch nowadays and you can't write. Listen, thinks he's going to get drafted, probably won't. Uh, maybe in Late the bush developer. in two years' time. <laughs> Late developer. Go back to the Waffle and ply his trade there. Um, on this day, 981, Goss to took seven for three. Oh. Or was it nine for five or something, says Twinkles. No, Twinkles, I just want to let you know, oh, I never oh, took seven for three. Why let him into that? And I never took nine for five. Never. Never. Go on. Nine for eight, seven for one, seven for none. Had a bowling average for the season of 3.6, and I've got the trophy to prove it. I'm the king. Anyone seen the trophy? Bring yeah. it in. Yeah, I've got to find it. Bring it in. Until I see it. On and one. the check and the trophy for the Sewag... Yep, that's bang on the money. That is... Oh, well done, boys. That is... Bang oh, on the, funny, bring in the trophy. I will. Okay, good. Most outstanding performance, it was called. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, the f- well, because it was... Was that for end of season? Sorry. End of season trophy? Like, or because it seems a lot... Not far away from a coach's award. Mate, to be perfectly honest. Mate, I won everything. I won the batting, I won the batting average, the most outstanding, <laughs> and the bowling, and was captain. It's my fault for not moving on. <laughs> I apologise. And Mr. Hopper, who was the coach yeah, of I the like, team. I like that. He's still around. I still see him around in Subiaco. Still going does, strong. Does he cross the street when he sees you coming? Does he just jump over and goes, I can't hear this again. <laughs> I can't hear it again. <laughs> yes, little Timmy, I know. Don't have to, mate. I just, mate, I walked around the just, street. You're just the... like respecting Nod? Just a, yeah. I walked down yeah. the street. I'm like the Sachin Tendulkar. Of... <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my word. Hump I can day. only go shopping hump day, at my local. Hump day, people. In the cloak of darkness. We'll get over this one. I'm it's all downhill from there. Scotty from Bayswater has done a bit of Googling. Nice work, Scotty. Yes, correct. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. What took place on this day? It is a massive show, and we want you to be a part of it. And don't forget, the Wildcats play tomorrow night against South East Melbourne Phoenix, yep. and we've got a family pass. Oh, cool. Now, Brett, uh, who had rang earlier, um, we, the passes will be sent out earlier today. So today is your last chance to get yourself a family pass to tomorrow night's game, the Wildcats. Hey. And if you want to go in that, you can give us a call, 13 12 55, to enter the draw. Speak to the boys on the Toolkit Depot open line.
13-12-55. We've been staffed too. It's been a bit of a break. Yeah, well, fever break. We went to yeah. Kazakhstan. Yeah. That's where it all took place over there. We spoke to Mike Kelly. Just got home, scraped home with a win, 97-50. Tight one. It was worth a flight. Scott. Yes, Tim. Question. Yeah. Um, great names in sport, and Steely Green is going to be one of those. If he gets drafted, he's just going to be one well, of those. Well, you're going to get a kick. There's a guy who we're going to speak to Mike Clayton a bit later. What I want to bring up his name. There's a guy who's playing up in the Queensland PGA and he's currently playing on the Australian Tour. Right. And his name is Devin Bling. That is a cool name. He's an American Devin Bling. Really? Yeah. So give us some thought by the end of the show. Movies. At the end of the show, I want you to give me three of the great sporting names in your time. And anyone else can join in. Let us know what it is. And thanks to Frank Agostino and the crew. They had Shay Bolton at Fleet Network yesterday. Did they? Shay Bolton dropped in and Frank said, you know what? Frank said, mate, you know what? I'll try and pull some strings to get him to come into your studio because Fleet Network can pull strings, right? Where is he? Um, well, in the contact- gym with Frank. He had to do a session with Frank first. <laughs> he contacted his manager. Yeah. Yeah. And as Frank is, the most polite bloke going around, he texted his manager and said, hey, mate, you know, um, we're glad to help Shay out and Shay's yep. helping us out at Fleet Network. Fantastic combination. Let me get him on air. Is there and- any chance he can go in on air with Scotty and Goss to talk a bit of football? And the answer came back, apparently a world record pace. <laughs> nope. On holidays? Oh, he's just busy, is it mate. you? He's a busy Or me? No, I think it's us. <laughs> I think it's a combo. Mm. 16 past six, well, plenty more to love come. walking everywhere from now on, Shakers. We've got, we no. can pull strings too. Yeah, no, he's got a great combination. He's got a great little thing. Scotty wants to know, um, he's driving. Oh, oh, what? Scotty from Bayswater yep. has rung because I said that Scotty would have got onto the Google and he said he wants us to know that he's actually driving and he didn't Okay, Google, mate, okay. Which is Good a first. Good uh, Hey. It makes you giggle, doesn't it? It does. It makes you giggle. He's a font of knowledge. <laughs> Every time you look at me like that, I think, well, what have I just said? Fleet Network, RWA's Novated Leasing Special. Save you thousands on your dream car, fleetnetwork.com.au. And if I've been looking at the socials this morning of track workout at Ascot, and uh, he he just creates chaos, chaos to our man. Simon Miller. What's he done now? Oh, he, just, just, he just says hello to everybody. Like he, he puts it on socials. Like the jockeys are going out, the young track riders. He's going, hello, hello. And then he says, hello, Patrick Carberry. And then he says, hello. It's just annoying. He, like, you reckon I'm annoying. Does he, does he get, do people, like, do they know who he is? Do they just, does he get a lot of, g'day, mate? And, yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, mates. Morning, champ. Yeah, a lot of mates. Yeah, a lot mates of that stuff. Mates and champ a lot. Yeah, right. Okay. Mates and champ a lot. That's, that's they, awkward. A, a lot of them turn to him and say, are you group one, Simon? And they went, no, no he's not group one. Oh. 17 oh. past six. That's hurtful. <laughs> well, that'll, t- hey, it'll be a true test of whether he's listening this morning. 17 past six on this day. And a small taste, and a small taste this took place 981. Have a listen. Hello, hello. My goodness. <laughs> Dave says, boys, was it the underarm ball that took place? No, Dave, but I was there. I was at the underarm ball. Maria. Fact. Fact. I was with my sister, Melanie, and my brother, Tony, MCG. We got on a Greyhound bus. After that game, my brother oh. took me to the bus terminal and my sister, and we came back on the bus across the Nullarbor Plain. Oh, yuck. Right? I'd rather take a whole <laughs> punch to my private parts. Yeah. Anything, but... And by the time we got back to Perth, it was a national... Disgrace, according to New Zealand and yeah, Australia. Yeah. It was massive. Uh, anyway. Um, 
So it was still in the news a week and a half later. What about Twinkles? Jeez, Goss. Out of a bit flat start at the start of the show, but after a little bit of cricket chat, doesn't he sound up and about? Oh, a little critique. <laughs> well, um... Hang on. Jeez, Goss, out of a bit flat at the start of the show. Well, I am. Apparently. <laughs> I'll give you a flat start, Twinkles. Well, don't ban him. He's been off lately on the text, I reckon, Twinkles. Yeah, yeah. Borderline yeah. abusive. Yeah. yeah. I don't do abusive. Twinkles, pull your head in. Yeah, Twinkles, <laughs> seriously, you are heading for a three week ban. Okay. No, maybe post Christmas. What are you on, Horace? <laughs> Family pass to the Wildcats game up for grabs, 13-12-55. Give us a call, Toolkit Depot open line. Wake the boys up, Chris and Lois out there. A break on this day is on the way, and then, of course, it is November 16. Steely Green's going to join us after 7 o'clock. Beauty. 19 past 6. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. November 16 is the day. Happy birthday if you're celebrating a birthday today. You're celebrating with Max Gillies, Australian actor and impressionist, born on this day 81 years ago. Players, time goes by. Not again. (laughs) It's not just for me you're playing it, Sam. It's for them. For all Australians. Now just remember this. I'm no longer on the piss. Does Bob Hogg better than anyone on the Gillies Report, of course. Hey, Ken James is 74. He was an Australian actor. He was also a bit of a chef as well, but best known for his role as Mark Hammond. When they used to go to Skippy and they used to have him rubbing his hands together, all that was was two sticks with kangaroo paws on the end of it. When they, what? Well, they were dead kangaroos. Yeah, dead right. kangaroos. They wanted for them to die them. naturally. Well, and then hit them on the nullar ball. <laughs> and they cut off their legs and put them put paws together. Oh, don't you ruin Skippy for me. Yeah, if fact. you tell me next time that he didn't actually tell them that Sonny fell down a well, <laughs> oh, I'll be heartbroken. Tim Ferguson's 59 Australian comedian. Part of the Doug Anthony All Stars. Tim Ferguson. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, so that's not, this is not Tim Ferguson. This is Diana Kral. Anyway, Tim Ferguson's 59 and he uh, for many years has battled multiple sclerosis and now is confined to a wheelchair. Uh, Diana Kral, 58, Canadian jazz pianist and singer. Let's hear it again. Lisa Bonnet is 55 today. Played Denise Huxtable in the Cosby Show. She was a looker. Looker. I think when I was... I think we're about the same age. How old is she? Oh, no, she's much older than me. Way older than me. 55. Might have had a crush when I was like 10. Yeah, Lisa Bonnet. Yeah. I reckon she got a story to tell about the Cosby Show, and there's no doubt about that. Hey, uh, Kate Miller Heidke, hyphenated Heidke's 41. It's the last Just me, you know. I'll tell you what, this is top three. Yeah. Anything from four onwards has been pretty ordinary. 
November 16, happy birthday for celebrating a birthday. Hey, Qantas was registered on this day in 1920. Sound of music opened on Broadway on this day in 1959. Clark Gable died on this day, November 16, uh, in 1960. Rowe was awarded a gold record for this song in 1965. And on this day in 1981, down at the Wacker, Dennis Lilly did this. Hello, hello. My goodness, Lilly really did ask for that, and that's really very silly. Charvet me and that. Hello, my goodness. Well, this is absolutely disgraceful. It really is absolutely stupid. I cannot understand. Lily actually asked for that. He encroached upon Javid Meandad's line, and we very nearly had ourselves a fight on the ground. I really think that... Uh, <laughs> that's when uh, Javed held the bat up and Lily yeah. kicked him in the backside. And Lily was wearing a headband at the time. It's DK. He can do whatever he likes. Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, but, but no, he can. Blokes who go to wear headbands, it just doesn't happen for them. Bryce Cotton tried it. Fail. Horrible fail. Bryce Cotton. <laughs> fail. Right. Uh, Brady Manning wears one. His, his last game, he had 25 points. Happy days. Yeah. Uh, what about the bloke who plays for uh, Footscray? Bulldogs. The forward. McNaughton. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Norton. Norton. McNaughton. <laughs> Norton. <laughs> McNaughton. Yeah. Norton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I reckon there's been a couple of decent tennis players where Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Uh, well, look, so that was Dennis Lilly on this day. Hey, all, I think this might usurp that Dennis Lilly moment. Oh, oh, what? Have a listen to this. Here's Aloisi for a place in the you World Cup. For us. Incredible, incredible day. 82,698 at Sydney Stadium there. The Socceroos defeated Uruguay to qualify for the World Cup. Incredible. That was the first time since 1974. And that's Simon Hill. I think it was um, that the other bloke. It was uh, Foster. Was that Foster? Yeah, Craig Foster. He was doing He was yelling and screaming. That was good stuff. I enjoyed that. That's one of the great moments of Australian sport. But now this is the piece de resistance. And a piece de resistance, if you don't know, is the... The, the best of the best. Oh. Google it, mate. Yeah. Okay. On this day, sadly, in 2008, this US, UK, sorry, comic actor who starred on British TV passed away at the age of 92. This... How was that the piece to resistance? He died. The what? Oh, I'm not saying it again. No, no, no. By that yeah, oh, whatever. <laughs> How's this the good stuff? It's not good. Well, it's good because... It, well, not because he died... But the fact is that this music for this TV show will put a smile on your dial. Peace de resistance. Peace yeah, de got resistance. It. I got it. No, sponce. <laughs> go, go, no, go do it probably. Peace de resistance. Peace de... You know what happens when you say something too much in your head? You can't say it. Peace de, de resistance. Stance. 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 Whatever. Anyway. Thanks, so Peter. on this day in 2008... Reg Varney passed away and he starred on one of the all-time amazing TV shows. I don't think it's PC nowadays. I don't think you can see it on air. Oh, no, ever. But the, the, the music, the theme music, will put a smile on your dial. Let's get some news thanks to Mac as Reg Varney passed away on this day, November 16, 2008.
can't tell me this doesn't put a smile on your face. It's great. Well, I don't know what it is, mate. It's the theme to On the Buses. Okay. All right, there you go. It gets any better, to be honest with you. I'm not sure you need to. It's fun, mate. It's just got good beat. So you watched on the buses? I remember. I remember on the buses. I remember on the buses. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't have attached this tune to it. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Reckon you might have oversold November 16. To be perfectly. Um, oh, really? Perfectly honest. <laughs> Yeah. November 16, and tomorrow's November 17. Hey, after 7 o'clock, Steely Green will join us. In the meantime, let's do this. Chris Buffoonis, producer to the star, and Scott Cummings is in the studio. He told <laughs> us knew that was a, coming after He that. told us this is a really good sports update, and let me tell you, it, <laughs> is, it is on its knees right now <laughs> as a segment. Go <laughs> A bit similar to the Family Guy theme, don't you reckon, on the buses no. there, Scotty? No. A little bit of uh, similarity there, 100%. Novak Djokovic is set to be granted a visa to compete in next year's Australian Open. He'll be chasing his 22nd Grand Slam win. Mm. The Immigration Minister, Andrew Giles, has overturned the ban. And, uh, yeah, January, we could see Novak back in the country. Uh, he'll be back, no doubt about it. Probably be picked up by Daniel Andrews in an apology. <laughs> And driven to his hotel. Now, now. Cricket, you touched on this a bit earlier, Goss, but Aaron Finch has been left off the Kolkata Knight Riders retained list. He joins Pat Cummins, of course, who announced earlier in the week that he would forego the IPL to focus on his commitments to Australia. Uh, a host of other Aussies were left off the retained list as well, as so you touched on earlier. Aaron Finch will end up playing Shield cricket. Mm. Yeah. That'll be it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a long career. The Matildas defeated Thailand 2-0 to finish the it's year. It's almost Justin Langer-like response. On the, <laughs> on the longest winning streak of Tony Gustafsson's coaching tenure. Uh, so 2-0 win, Hayley Rasso and Sam Kurt, the goal scorers there. And the Dockers, they announced that Brady Gray, friend of the show, friend of sporting Goss, Goss, yeah, he's doing? joining the club as the Indigenous Player Liaison and Development Coach. <laughs> turned into Scotty and Goss, got hijacked. Sort of enjoyed that more. No. <laughs> it just, was it just you? Yeah. <laughs> Two hours on my own between 10 and 12. Yep. Best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> was a good show. Well, was it a really good show? Really good Did you show, produce it? it? Yeah. Yeah. Produced beautifully. I am getting some feedback from uh, our listeners who, who were subjected to sporting. I oh, mean, they who listened it. to sporting guys and just they give, loved give, it, me, they your, loved give it. me your thoughts. I didn't you catch many. Scotty, you see any, the I mean, any that come through. No, no. Well, let me. The same. Bring say. back got, uh, sporting guys. So what we, what we, what the lineup would look like in, in an ideal world is <laughs> breakfast with Goss, <laughs> Duff. Yeah. Sporting Goss. Yeah. <laughs> run over with Goss. <laughs> Replay of Breakfast with Gus. <laughs> and then Hayes and Mardo. And so Hayes and Mardo, their show between three, and then there's um, Sports Day Sports with Day Peter eight. V. Yeah. Um, and then so, Six to Late. What's on Six to Late? Drive with Goss, I think. <laughs> Best off. Coming your way. Sporting Goss. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that's what I do anyway. Is that it? I like the feedback we've got. Uh, well, we gave Twinkle some feedback. Yeah. You know, when you know, we get feedback ourselves, and we're not immune to giving some back to our listeners. It's generally not the way radio works, but anyway. <laughs> Message received, boys. I'll just keep it back in my box and work on my material. Have a great day, Twinkles. Yeah. If you're going to have a crack at us. No, I like him. He, he's taking the feedback on board. 
and he's going away to work on himself. I, I am actually going to, at the end of a week, I am going to place the order of listeners that I like <laughs> one to five. And I'm also, and if you are at the bottom of the five, so it's not just, we've got more than five listeners, but let me just say, I'm going to highlight them. And if you are fifth, you get a week's ban from getting a mention. Well, what the about all the people after five? It's the top five. They should, they should be no, congratulated. Okay, should... top four plus uh, 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 You give a top four yep. plus a suspension. Correct. Oh. Every Friday. That's the way to build, segment. Your, that's way to build your Love show. Hey, on board. Yep. Let's do it. I'm not on board. I want everyone listening. We're going to get rid of listeners. That's the plan. <laughs> We've got too many at the moment. No, no. no we need tell to bring your back to the pack. Make it an even contest. Tell your friends. Get them on board. Download the app for them. Supercoach? Yeah, let's talk Supercoach. Yeah! Super Coach. I see Mike Hussey's been officially revealed as uh, Mr. Supercoach now. Right. Old news, and we we questioned the uh, the choice. Is he, <laughs> well, they seeing as he's a defector. Well, yeah, but they won. Great choice. <laughs> Our man Tim Mitchell is the expert at BBL Super Coach, of course, KFC Super Coach. Hey, Tim, appreciate you, Tom. I'm still constructing my team. Because what, do, I, what do you mean? Well, I don't want to make my run too early. A couple of weeks, haven't you? Yeah, exactly right. This is going on longer than your real estate course. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Mitchell, good morning. Well, Scotty, oh, what a week it's been. I hope you haven't picked Glenn Maxwell wow. or David Willey in that team. Wow. Both of them, uh, that's the big news of the week. Those yeah. Not, not playing. Nah. Nobody else will anymore. What's yep. it done? What's, Will, what's well, the Glenn Maxwell Willie's, injury? Willie's pulled out and um, Glenn Maxwell's got a broken leg. That's right. Yeah, well, Max, Max is one. That's sort of rocked the whole cricket summer, hasn't it? So he's not going to play at all, not going to play for the Stars. And mm. as Scotty sort of alluded to, it's it's throwing a big curveball for KFC Supercoaches because he was one of the most popular players across the whole game and, and generally is most summers. But we're sort of now going to look for potential alternatives. And, and around that same price, or likewise, like maybe Trent Bolt, who's going to play for the Stars as well, or a couple of... Couple of yeah, a couple of the breakout players from last summer, guys like Matt Short, Jason Stoner. Oh, no. um, they're sort of a similar price as well. The one, the one that's jumping out for me, though, boys, is Joe Clark, who's also from the Stars, the Englishman. Um, he had a big summer last year, and I think he'll have to really step up without Glenn Maxwell there. So he, he's my number one Glenn Maxwell replacement if you've got to uh, replace Max in your team. Oh, you've just you've just torched Goss. He thought he had one under the radar. He thought he had one that seriously that would really set him above. And he's just you've mentioned pretty much half of his team, <laughs> Tim. He's an absolutely flat as attack. What about Lance Morris and Matt Kelly? Uh, they're just dominating the wickets for WA. Do you expect them to have a bit of a role in there in, in people's sides, even though they've got a first round bye? Well, it's going to be fascinating, Scotty, because they've got such a strong pace battery of the Scorchers. Like, you would assume that Guy Richardson, Andrew Ty, and Jason Berendorf are probably their first three mm-hmm. picks. Correct. And then they've got Tyler Mills in their squad as well again this summer. So Correct. it's four seriously good quicks, like an international standard just about those four. And then they've also got Lance, Mar- Lance Morris and, and Matt Cully. They're, they're at sort of opposite ends of the price scale. You can get Matt Cully for about 200 cakes. He has been... So effective when he's played for the Scorchers. And Lance Morris, if he gets an opportunity, like I'm really keen to see him play early because I'd like to pick him in my team. 
Um, he's only 62k, so he could be a really nice cheapie in KSB Supercoach, but he's got to get past all those other players first to even get into the Scorchers team. No doubt, yeah. Well, Matt Good Kelly, yeah, well, Matt Kelly's in a struggle. He was a very, very. He's been a big drinks yeah. carrier down there at the Scorchers. Hey, England won the World T20 as we mentioned. Which Englishman should we be looking at? And we know that Dave Willey has uh, pulled out of BBL oh. 12, um, and look, he's deciding to focus on other things. That's that's a huge out, I think, for for Sydney. Uh, which Englishman? Should we be? Oh, we've got time on Mills. Which one should we be keeping an eye on? Phil Salt is my man too. Phil Salt, who's playing for the Scorchers. Yeah, yeah, I think he, he could be a good signing for the Scorchers, and then they've got Laurie Evans as well, yes. who had a really big impact sort of late in the season last year. Sort of found his groove after a slow start for the Scorchers. But the ones that jump to the top of the pile for me, Goss, Liam Livingston when he gets here. So he, he was a surprise call up for the England Test squad to on a tour of Pakistan, so after being taken the, as the number one pick for the Renegade. So he's not going to be here at the start of the season, um, which is why Dre Ruff has signed for four games for the Renegades. But once Liam Livingston gets here, I think he can have a big impact for four or five games that he's available. And the guys that are here at the start of the season that I think are going to hit the ground running is Sam Billings, I think Alex Hales, which looks like he said for a really big summer for the Sydney Thunder again. Before we let you go, Tim, uh, just remind everyone the prizes. What? Are, how much money is Goss not going to win? <laughs> uh, 25K for the overall prize, Scotty, yeah. and uh, $500 for every round. But if you're a Supercoach Plus subscriber, that prize doubles from $500 to $1,000. So we'd definitely recommend uh, signing up to Supercoach Plus and heading to supercoach.com.au to get your team in today. Yeah, well, my team is just about to be constructed. I'm just... Uh, it's been announced on it. Yeah, well, he's, he's named nine of them. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Thanks for keeping it under wraps, Tim. Appreciate your time. We'll do it again soon. Good on you, boys. Have a good day. Tim Mitchell, BBL Supercoach. Thanks to KFC. KFC Supercoach is where you need to go. And uh, check out Mike Hussey, Mr. Cricket now, Mr. Supercoach. Scotty and Goss, good morning. Time for WA Cricket on the weekend. It's when the uh, WBBL uh, takes its way and makes its way to downtown Moey. Uh, Scotty? Yep. Have you uh, had any m- memories of Moey of your time over in Victoria? Yeah, I uh, went there once for the uh, the Moey Cup, uh, yep. the races. Yep. And I think I had to catch a train home because my car wasn't there. <laughs> well, let's hope that this uh, our next guest is on the team bus. I think they go by bus. And uh, they will be returning with a win. And that's Chloe Paparo, who is, of course, from the Perth Scorchers. And Chloe is about to step into the outright record games player played for the uh, Scorchers when they take on the Melbourne Stars this weekend. Chloe, we'll give you the congratulations now. Congratulations on that. That's no mean feat. Thanks, guys. Yeah, obviously a really exciting weekend for me, uh, playing my 100th game. And, um, yeah, it's uh, been a long journey with the Scorchers, but I've loved every minute of it. Yeah, very much so. And you take on the Melbourne Stars. So where is the position for yourself? I mean, it's been a bit of an up-and-down season. I know you play block games in Lilac Hill and you've been in Melbourne and and the like like that. Where are we at in regards to the Scorchers and, and your finals hopes and your form currently? Yeah, I think, obviously, it was disappointing not to get up over the sixes. But, you know, when a player like Alyssa Healy hits yeah. 100 like she did, you um, you can't really stop that. So uh, I think we're sitting fourth at the moment. And, and probably if we win two games, we're, we're more than likely to make the finals. So um, hopefully that's the case for us and we can um, take a bit of momentum into that final series. And I watched the other day, Annabelle Sutherland was the difference, wasn't she, against the Renegades. Of course, uh, she got the job done. So she's obviously a key component for the Melbourne Stars. 
definitely. I think um, they've probably underperformed, but they're, they're also hitting their straps a little bit as well. So I think in this competition, anyone can beat anyone on, on their day. So um, it's been fairly even competition. So hopefully we can get over the line on Saturday. Chloe, let's not gloss over the fact that uh, you have equaled the record and, as Goss mentioned, about to step over the record as most games for the uh, for the Scorchers. It's a fantastic effort. What, what do you put down to your longevity, I suppose, in the game and getting to this milestone? Yeah, it's something I haven't really reflected on too much yet, to be honest. Um, I'm really, you know, chuffed that Heather Graham was the first player to play uh, 100 games for the Scorchers, and I share that with her. So I guess for me, it's kind of just, you know, I've evolved my game a bit since the first year when I was pretty young and kind of eager to impress and, and probably try and play a different game than what I wanted and what I could play. So I think for me, it's been a hell of... I've just been a lot more comfortable in my own skin and, and my own game. So I guess that's probably the key so far. Yeah, you, you, you did. You were young. You, you barely... I'm not meant to talk about ages. You're, you're 28 and you've played 100 games. You've probably got another 10 years at this level to go. Um, you could end up playing 700 games for the Scorchers. <laughs> this could be one of the all-time sure great that. milestones, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that, guys. <laughs> uh, what about the team itself? Sophie Devine, of course, and Beth Mooney. Now, Beth Mooney has uh, stamped herself as one of the best in the world, and so, so too Sophie Devine. Uh, Mooney just uh, keeps racking up runs, although went through a dry patch. What about Sophie Devine? And if she's not making runs or taking wickets, her captaincy is key. Yeah, definitely. I think um, obviously Sophie probably hasn't batted the, the way she would have liked so far in the tournament, but we keep saying that's a, that's a really scary proposition heading into the last two games and hopefully finals. We know that we'd prefer to have her on our team and, yeah, pretty um, excited for what she can bring. And, uh, yeah, Beth, I think, May was the first player to score 4,000 runs in, in the Big Bash, so she's just um, so consistent and, yeah, the best T20 player that I've ever seen. What about the commitment to the the sport, you know, and how how much time and you know we talk about these. It's not yeah, even it's not work balance. Yeah, it's and... not even a hub thing, but you, you you're away for long periods of time and you you base yourself because I was watching on social media and the Melbourne Stars girls are at Rottnest one day playing uh, barefoot bowls the next. Oh, you, you, I know. I mean, living the dream. I know the professional <laughs> sport. What's going on here? You must be getting paid a fortune to be able to do that type of stuff. <laughs> how tough is that? Yeah, I keep. It is tough, but I keep saying to the girls that this is the best time of your life and um, we've probably got one of the best jobs going around. So to be able to go and play sport with, with a bunch of, you know, your mates and, and in really nice places around Australia, we're, we're pretty lucky um, to be able to do that. So I just, you know, while you might hit some hard patches with form or missing home and stuff like that, I still think we can look at it in a really positive light that, that we're living the dream. And I know that there's lots of other people who would like to do what we do. What's the plan against the Stars? Make more runs than them. No, not a bad plan. Yeah, nice yeah, answer. Not a bad plan. <laughs> <laughs> who, are the, who, who, are the, who are the dangers, Chloe? That you've got to uh, you've got to get out cheaply, and um, and and your bowlers who are who are going to be the I guess the keys against them. Yeah, I think Annabelle Sutherland's probably um, their key batter at the moment, who's um, lifted them up against some some opposition teams. So she's going to be a key wicket for us, and I think they've got a couple of international batters at the top of their order as well. So obviously, it's always key to start well, and I think the way Piper Cleary's been bowling um, uh, has been awesome to see. So yeah, yeah I think we, we match up really well against them. So hopefully, we can um, get the W. They're playing today uh, against the Hobart Hurricanes. Can you stick your head out? Are you you're in Melbourne or? Are you you're in downtown Maui at the moment. No, we stayed uh, the week in Melbourne at the Clever. moment. We'll head down to Maui on Friday. That was late Clever. as possible. I'll tell you what, the key to the yeah, game. Yeah, the, the key <laughs> to the game is not so much their their batters and getting them out cheaply; it's getting in and out of Maui as quickly as possible. <laughs> FIFO. 
<laughs> yep, exactly. I think that's the plan. Stick, stick, stick your head out the window. Is it raining? Is it nice? What's the sort of day they, they're expecting over there at La Trobe? Um, well, La Trobe's in Hobart, I think, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, Stadium. Well, there's a Latrobe Valley in Latrobe in, yeah. in, in Melbourne, of course. No, I don't think it's in Melbourne. I think. Uh, in well, stick your head out the window anyway. Yeah, you can almost, you can almost, see, you can almost see Tassie from there. <laughs> yeah. That's too funny. <laughs> It's um, cold cold and wet in Melbourne. Oh, so, wow. Well, that uh, means it would be beautiful. You don't, you, don't need, you, you don't even need to get out of bed to say that, do you? You'd be lying about no, going, you, you know don't. what? What's the weather in Melbourne? Oh, I'm going to go with cold and wet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've worked out Latrobe Uni. Apparently. I think that might be... There's the, a Latrobe Uni in Melbourne, mate, so you're not far off Well, I'm just reading it off yeah. the fixtures, mate. Yeah. It says Melbourne Stars versus Hobart Hurricanes Latrobe. Now, Chloe would know... But Melbourne's mentioned first, isn't it? <laughs> it's the home team. I'm so confused. <laughs> I was going to say to Chloe... Oh, you can go down and have a look, but it's a bit of a trend. No, I'll just put it on the TV. Yeah, yeah. good point. No, it's a good point. Hey, congratulations to you and the team. Good luck in the in the, in the the push to the finals. Let's hope we can get a win on the weekend. But more importantly, celebrate your outstanding achievement, record-breaking number of games for, of course, the uh, the Scorchers and Heather Graham, Schmever Graham, that's what I call oh, it. Hey, who's Heather Graham? Yeah, she's gone. She, she took the money and ran, but not our Chloe. Yeah. She's stuck around. Hey, thanks for joining us and, and have a great day and enjoy the weekend. Thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate it. Ah, she's a good fan. Chloe Paparo there joining us, of course. And Melbourne Stars and Hobart Hurricanes. Doesn't matter where it's played, you can watch it on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> this is Scotty and Goss. Are you reeling in the years? Stowing away the time? Are you gathering up the tears? Have you had enough of mine? Right here, mate. Are you reeling in the years? He's just been playing that song for 90 seconds. Wait yeah, no, you, I love it. Wait for you to look up to look no, at No, no, I love it. I'm interested. <laughs> I love it. Silly Dan, because our next guest in the studio is a young man who hopefully will find his way onto an AFL list uh, with the draft just around the corner. We're here for Fleet Network, WA's Novated Leasing Specialist. Save you a thousand on your dream car, fleetnetwork.com.au. They had Shay Bolton in yesterday doing a meet and greet with all the yeah. staff out there. We tried to get him in the studio, and his manager said no. Have you upset his manager? Uh, no, I haven't spoken to him for a while. He used to be Paul Hazelby's manager, Anthony Vanderwillen. Right. He's a good fella. Well, good I mean, fella. you go buy him a coffee. So he sends some of his players in to talk to us. Right. So I've spoken to Frank. Shay, Shay might not be seen again. <laughs> he might be in the boot. Oh, don't say that. And... Anyway, anyway, one, anyway, one anyway. other man who's come through South Fremantle and is still he's in, a good manager. inside South Fremantle is our next guest. And the reason why we play Steely Dan, because his name is Steely Green and he's been kind enough to join us live in the studio in his high vis because he's on his way to work. Thanks for coming in. No worries. Thanks for having me. Uh, you are in the high vis, uh, the long sleeves. Uh, it's going to be 31 degrees today, starting to warm up. What do you do? Um, yeah, so I'm an electrician. So I'm just in my second year. Um, yeah, so long and longs on site. You've got to wear your hard hat as well. So, yeah, it does get a bit hot oh. and sweaty. Is it four years? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, once you do get a TAFE? Yeah, yeah. Mondays? Is it TAFE Monday? Yeah, yeah, Mondays, yeah. Do your apprenticeship, do your four years, and then we'll get you over to Goods Property Services and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you some work. Yeah, hey, um, well done on your on your waffle season. You played uh, eight league games, I think, with South Fremantle? Yeah, I believe eight, yeah. And a, like a good taste of it. You played a bit of finals footy as well, and you played alongside one of the greats in Hayden Schluth um, in... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, still, you're not going to be aware of this, right? But Goss introduced Hayden Sloth. It was written on our sheet. So South Fremantle, great. 
Hayden Sloyd. And he said, well, is he great? I'm not sure. He said that on air. You played with him. Was he great or was he just a very good player? No, he's definitely a, he's definitely a great there you player. Go. Okay. I rate him completely. Yeah. There you go. Uh, what did you learn from playing alongside on a, on a, on a, on a uh, serious note? What do you learn from playing alongside those guys? A, a young man who was playing Futures footy last year, I think it was, and you come through Colts, a few handful of Resi's games, and then you go and play league footy. What do you learn when you run out with folks like um, of Hayden Schleuth? Yeah, so, yeah, like Hayden Schleuth and people like Nick Subin and Brandon Archie, they just teach me so much. Like um, even my character and the way I am on and off the field, Nick has helped me. Um, so much, but yeah, with um, um, Sloisey, he's just so amazing, so sl- silky clean. Um, you know that he's going to get the ball, so you can know you can run past and receive it. So he's true great. Yeah, I agree completely. Really hey, how many clubs you fucking move on? Every time we mention South from out of Aiden Sloisey, you go to the same old story. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still flabbergasted there. You introduced him. <laughs> uh, how many clubs you spoken to, Steely? Uh, I think about twelve. Right, eh? and yeah. and. What have you said to them? If I'm asking you to sell yourself as a footballer right now, they say to you, I'm assuming, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What do you say? Uh, so, yeah, my strengths would probably be um, hardball gets in and under. Good. Like like to be bruised or bruise people, so um, it's good. To be bruised or to to do the bruising? Yeah, yeah, like oh. to go whack, so it's always good. <laughs> Here we go, wackety whack, whack. So when Sealy Green is playing here at Optus Stadium, I'm calling the game, yeah. and you go near the ball, this is what you're going to hear. Wackety whack, whack. Yeah. But he just runs through somebody. Yeah. He's my man. Yeah. Where does Steely come from? Uh, Steely Dan, yeah. So, um, yeah, Mum, I don't know what she was thinking, but, yeah, she was thinking Steely Dan. <laughs> just a big fan. I'm tipping there's no others. Yeah. Here's a bit more Steely. Well, Mum will be listening. Here's a bit more. I'm a fool to do. The office up and about too. He, he's ready he's for tough show. He's got the arms in the air. <laughs> is your sister also named after a Steely Dan? Yeah, Asia. Um, her name is. So yeah, I've actually never listened to the thought, song. I thought, was, I, thought, I thought you were going to say aluminium then for a moment. No. <laughs> no. All right, the boys will find Asia. Yeah. yeah. Um, You've never bothered to listen to it. No. no I don't really care. <laughs> Don't listen to your sister. Nah, either, mate. Yeah, whatever. Nothing ever good <laughs> comes out. Your little sister? No, older sister. Oh, yeah. even worse. Now, <laughs> uh, yeah. may I just mention this? You were out there talking outside yep. in our production area. Yes. And I overheard a, a conversation. I didn't want to. You almost died. Um, yeah, not, so, yeah, not so let's quite. get on this. Let's you get you story. didn't always play footy. You had some old, uh, other sports, a bit of rugby, and then but you were also keen on sailing. Yeah. So yeah, played rugby bit bits and pieces of rugby, and then yeah, went to sailing. Um, obviously, Can't bruise people sailing. Yeah, I know it's a different one, but yeah, uh, I always say it's taught me good communication skills yeah. and stuff like that. And you had a hairy day out there, or you, you got in and um, lightning strike, but there was one bit of advice from your mum that saved your life. Yeah, so I was humming and hiring whether to wear me protection boots. I didn't wasn't really a fan of them. So I never normally wore them. Um, no, not usually. Um, but yeah, mum was like, "Come on, your feet are getting cut up and stuff like that." And then yeah, I was. Um, out sailing and managed to find myself holding on to the mast, packing up. And as I was holding on to the mast, the lightning hit the top of the mast and came through me and pushed me off the boat. boat. So, yeah, then the boots saved me, so I was pretty lucky. Oh, good on your mum. <laughs> He's lucky to be here. What, what, what injuries do you get from something like that? Um, well, because of my, all my protective gear, I was pretty much rubber from head to toe, so I was pretty lucky, so the rubber absorbed most of it. Um, but, yeah, knocked me out, and I was in a sling 
my arm was in a sling from just so much shock and didn't um, blow you off the boat. Yeah, did I can't remember maybe like four meters off, five oh. meters off. Uh, when was this? Um, I would have been far out. Would have been thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, around that age. Yeah, I'm glad you said far out then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more, more importantly, about four or five, so about four four years ago. Yeah, about You're a lucky yeah. boy. Yeah, very lucky, yeah. And thanks to mum. Yeah. Because it would have been a different result. Yeah, literally. So sad. And gave up sailing not long after. Um, no, I was still into it. I still do bits and pieces. Do you really? Uh, yeah. Just on fine days? Yeah, no, I'm not, I don't, it doesn't really bother me that much. Just for freak storm. And so hang on, hang on. So you hang on to a mast and get hit by lightning. You wear your rubbish shoes. You're an apprentice electrician. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you're taking... You, know, yeah. Yeah, you might be too good. Living on the edge. Okay, who's your, who's your footy idol? Let's talk about footy idols. Growing up, and who do you barrack for, first and foremost? Um, so I go for Hawthorne purely just from my auntie. Um, got me going for Hawthorne, but I don't know why. <laughs> So yeah. you missed. Oh, I know you got some glory years in there in the. Uh... Yeah, I did. Yeah, managed to get a few in, but. Not... So your auntie backs for Hawthorne for no particular reason, just backs for. Um. Yeah, I can't she tell you why. Doesn't have family but... relation or anything. No, I'm no. a Hawthorne fan. Yeah. Okay. Fair and call. Beat the parents at it as well. And <laughs> yeah. Said, no, lucky he's coming to the Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. Have right. you spoken to them? Uh no, I haven't. No. <laughs> Stuff them. Maybe they need to know that you barrack for all. Uh, <laughs> and who were, your, who were your heroes? Yep. Um, people like I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say heroes, but play a bit like a Liam Baker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pingering. I didn't really watch footy when I was growing up. Um, footy wasn't really a big thing for my family or anything, so I didn't really watch or model off anything. Oh, yeah, right. Well, I think we need a six pointer him. I do too. Um, I just want to. Who do you want to play for? And are you going to say you don't care? Yeah, I don't really mind. Oh, if I fall, I fall. I don't really mind where I go. What's your vibe? What's your gut feeling? Are you, is there an air of confidence without being cocky? Do you think you'll get on the list somewhere? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I wouldn't really you got know. a manager? Yeah, I do, yeah. Who's your manager? Tim Hazel. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Melbourne-based. So, yep. And what's uh, your vibe? You get you in constant contact? Yeah, pretty good. He's a really good manager. Um, but, yeah. Hoping any anywhere between thirty and fifty. Any train? Are you uh, any injuries to worry about? No, I'm all injury free. Um, we're literally at the um, combine. It was like a meat market walking in, and everyone was getting pulled and pushed and pulled and stuff like that. And like I was, just checking your joints and your yeah, knees and your. Is yeah. it right? And I rolled in and they said my name out, no injuries, and then just walked straight out and said thank you for coming. That was good. <laughs> well, mate, I'll tell you what. I feel like you got through the RAC for hail damage. <laughs> All good. A lightning strike can't take him down. So nah. uh, nothing a game of footy. All right, let's do, do, uh, let's, let's do a six pointer with our man Steely. Yeah, yeah. First of all, South South uh, before we get to that, too, if you get drafted, if you get drafted. There's no guarantees. Yeah. What happens to the electrical apprenticeship? Um, I think it stops, um, but I'd honestly prefer to study something, stay indoors, a um, bit over it. But, um, yeah, we'll just see. Shout out to your bosses today. <laughs> a bit over it. Yeah, I'm a bit over it. Folks I work with are real tools, to be honest with you. Like an office job, yeah. pushing paper. Right, mate, this is where we uh, dig into you a little bit. The man, Steely Green. Here we go, Greeny. Uh, well, it's not going to be footy. But favorite sport and athlete? Oh, we'll just say obviously um, AFL and Dustin Martin. I'll give you Dusty. Okay, signature dish. So if you open your own restaurant, what's the one thing that's going to have people piling out the door to come and eat? Um, probably like uh, my creamy pasta. Oh, yeah, don't mind that. 
As in my creamy pasta, you make it yourself? Oh, here and there. <laughs> Every no, now and then. Yeah, your, mum's, your mum's listening to you going, rubbish. Called, it's a brand called My Creamy Pasta. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's all right. You know, you know what? Yeah. Uh, what song gets you up and about? So if you're a bit Come flat, on. you're heading to work now, a bit over it, but I need a song to get you up and about. What's what is music? it? Oh, I don't know. Um, nothing really comes to mind. So you don't do music? Oh, I just put a playlist on and just let it shuffle through. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. Do you like things like Bieber and? <laughs> what are you, what are you laughing at, mate? Oh, I just thought <laughs> you were direction. joking. Yeah. <laughs> no. You no, no, yeah, it's the sad thing. Still, he's dead serious. <laughs> yeah. Do you see your doof doof stuff? No, a bit of like Eminem and bit of. Well, hey, I'm not sure. Like well, there's a challenge for the boys in the in the booth. Yeah. Eminem that can go to air. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Something that is M&M, not. It's not going to get us kicked off expl- air. Explicit. Language. Something, we, well, we know about your sailing. We know you played a bit of rugby. Uh, we know you're an in and under bull. Uh, someone else we don't know about you. Um, I've had a pretty basic life. Um, it's good. I like basic. Yes, yeah, it's, it's easier. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Um, I like that. No, I don't know. I've got a farm out in Brookton. Um, oh, you've got a farm. Um, well, mum's got a farm. <laughs> um, but, yeah. That's where she makes creamy pasta. Yeah, spend yeah. most of my time out there and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's good. Cool. Gee, something we do know about you. I reckon you've got a resting heart rate of about 48. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty chilled, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chilled. I like uh, that. Secret talents. Um, got any secret talents? Come on, mate. You've got to be good at something that we don't really, not yeah. a lot of people know. Sparky, Prentice, Sparky, yeah. Sailor. Yeah, Rogan, yeah. yeah what else? I don't know. Pretty good in a tractor. Yeah. <laughs> If that counts. Yeah, it does. Absolutely it counts. So what's your tractor of choice if you were to pick a tractor? Oh, I couldn't tell you, but I got one at the farm that I roll around in. Um, And do what? Just drive it? Yeah, got big headers on it and stuff like that. You do the chopping down of the crop stuff? Yeah, here and there, yeah. There it is. I like it. Pretty good on a tractor. No one said that before. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like it sounds like a Kubota. Yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> it's got that knock to it. <laughs> <laughs> Something uh, I'm not sure you're going to have anything here because I don't think too much will make you angry. What makes you yeah, way on. more angry than it should? Go on, Steely. Something um, little that really annoys you more than it really should. That people who chew really loud. Yes. <laughs> that really yeah. gets me. <laughs> no, that's a beauty, mate. Hey, just ripper. before we let you go, and we appreciate you coming in, 31 stats against Perth, 31 in the last home and away game of the year. Was that just the dream league game of footy for you? Um, I wouldn't call it the best game of my whole ga- uh, my whole eight games. Uh, I, think it was a bit, I think I was a bit sloppy. I didn't really hit many kicks. I think I just racked up. Um, but, yeah, I'd probably say the 25 against Subi that I had, all right, mate. Yeah. All right, mate. Yeah. All right, mate. You don't have to bag Subi, okay? Oh, Whack Subi, Subi, mate. Yeah. When you're whacking Subi, yeah. mate. Are you whacking Subi yeah. for? Oh, I was on your side there for a moment. <laughs> 25 against Subi is yeah. like 12 against any other team. And, we, and, you're, and you're playing <laughs> and you're playing good. against Peel in the final. Yeah. Did Peel were people racked up with uh, stacked up with AFL players on that on that occasion? Yeah, I think they were. Yeah, uh, they touched us up. Um, yeah, that was a pretty disappointing game. You remember who you played on? Like, do you remember the opposition player that you were matched up? Yeah. Forget his name now. Um, Doesn't matter. Yeah, I carved him up. Doesn't matter. Um, he's only a if he's not playing for Fremantle, he's only playing for. Pink. No, he was on the he's list. He's pretty tall. <laughs> Lloyd Meek. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Thanks for coming in. We hope you get drafted. Yeah, yeah absolutely, mate. We've had a lot of young men come into this studio. You're one of our favourites. You're yeah. a really chilled character. And uh, one bit of advice I guess we would give you is before you, if you get drafted, 
go in with a, a, a profile and say, this is who I am, this is why my name is Steely, uh, don't ask me anymore. Yeah. Just yeah. put it out there straight away and say, everyone knows this. And yeah, the only other thing, I always give advice to anyone, I normally do it off air, but I do it on air, don't change, because that's what we love about Absolutely, you. Absolutely, mate. Good on you. Steely Green joining us, South Fremantle boy, Brooklyn Pindley boy. Wackety whack whack. Wackety whack whack. He likes. Wackety whack whack. Yeah. Whacking blokes and getting whacked back, and he loves Eminem. This is Scotty and Goss. Steely Green, I guess. I'm nervous here. Text line has gone into meltdown. Plenty of love for our man Steely Green, who did not get out of first gear in his time in the studio. Boys, this fella has his head screwed right on. What an absolute champ is the way it's played. We're in the Fleet Network studio. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist. Save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au. We wish him well. Scotty. Oh, he's a beauty, isn't he? Nice and relaxed and great advice from you. Never change. Yeah. Um, I love that. It sounds like, it seems like he's got a fear around a white line fever then. Because I love it. He has a lot to get bruised in to do some bruising. Mike Clayton, we're going to uh, chat with Mike Clayton, the golf course designer and golf critic, tomorrow. Uh, We did interview him earlier today, um, but unfortunately we've uh, run out of time to play it in full. But something has just come across our desk. Strong on the live tour. Yeah, very strong on the live tour and a couple of other issues as well. Uh, I've just seen a post from our boss, Craig Hutchison, who says, incredibly courageous, powerful, inspiring. Thanks to Isaac Humphreys for sharing your journey. The whole NBL world stands with you. Now, Isaac Humphreys is a big, big ice, he's known as. He is a big unit and played for Melbourne United. Massive. He's a big fella. He sat down in front of his player group uh, yesterday and delivered a really, really strong message. John really is going to join us after 7.30. We thought we'd play this. So this is 2 minutes 30 of Isaac Humphreys, who is a bona fide big-name player inside the NBL, mm. stands about 7 foot one. He is a brute of a man. And he has sat down amongst his teammates at Melbourne United yesterday and delivered this news. Uh, look, this is going to be probably one of the hardest conversations I've ever had in my life. But... Life's about doing hard things and learning from them and making a difference through those hard times. So bear with me, Um, but I have some things I want to fill you in on and let you know about myself and, and my future. A few years ago, I fell into a very dark place, a very lonely place. I couldn't be who I am and, and I attempted to take my life and the main reason behind me becoming so low and and being in that point is because I was very much struggling with my sexuality and coming to terms with the fact that I'm gay. And I hated it about myself. I was disgusted at myself. I thought that I could not be that person within our environment within a basketball environment and it wasn't until I was in a community that's full of pride and happiness and joy and it was a big wake-up call for me but then came the big you know question mark of how do I be a basketball player and how do I join a new team when I've finally come to terms with this about myself and I don't want to hide who I am anymore I decided that if I'm going to join a team that I'm going to come out publicly 
and just just make sure people know sorry that you can you can live and you don't have to hide just because you're an athlete but I do want to say you know like we as athletes as professional athletes we have a responsibility to set examples for people and the truth is there are so many people in other worlds that are struggling every single day and don't know how to get up don't know how to exist and I know how that feels and I want to represent those people. That's my goal behind this. Um, make sure people know that you can be whatever you want, no matter who you are or what you do. You can be big ice and be gay and you can still be a great basketball player and be gay. You can do whatever you want. It has nothing to do with your sexuality or who, who you are or who you're meant to be or who you're expected to be. I just want to, I just want to be myself. I've discovered this is my purpose in life and I'm gonna give it my best go. Beautiful messaging from Isaac Humphreys from Melbourne United, and that has certainly created a wonderful feel around the Australian sporting community, and I'm sure around the world. Uh, it has already just been, it's only been posted an hour ago, and it's absolutely gone viral, and so it should. It's a, it's a brilliant message by him. What he what he's saying is fantastic, but I think what, what I reckon the most important thing now is, is that we don't give it, we don't make it front page headlines and back page headlines. Mm. It, it's it's normal. It's it's well, normal is probably not the right word, but it, it's it's because that's life, not, it's not common. It's, it's life. life. Yeah, it's it's absolute life. So if we don't carry on and splash it everywhere, then there might be others in that same position. You could change their life. You could save their life by going. Well, it's no big deal. Good on you, mate. I hope you play really well, and I hope that you're happy now that you've told everyone and that and you've got that off your chest. So. Congratulations, Isaac. I hope it's all up, onward and upward from here. Yep, Isaac Humphreys is the man. And uh, Mark Duffield joins us after 7.30 to preview his show. Got a bit to say about the Brownlow medal and who should be voting. That's going to get a pretty feisty uh, conversation. You, you just calm your farm. I know your opinion's different. Don't even give me your opinion what? just yet. You're allowed to have an opinion. I do. But you can voice it on your show, not his. Had it for a long time. We've got a family pass to the Wildcats game tomorrow night. If you want to go, uh, get in touch with us, 13 12 55. John Willie's about to join us. We're here for McCafe Blend. It's smooth, rich and roasted in Melbourne. Coffee, food for an Aussie. And you can win free McCafe coffee for a V year by simply going to the My Maccas. <laughs> Six away from eight. So is that, uh, is that the Asia? Is that Asia? That's the Asia. Asia. Silly Green Sister's name is Asia. Yep. Again, down the same line. Silly Dan. And never heard the song and has no interest in it. <laughs> he's actually, no, I haven't bothered. He's actually driving it. as we speak. With yeah, I reckon, you know what? I reckon about 45 k's an hour. <laughs> On the freeway. Just happy. <laughs> just happy. <laughs> cruising. There he goes, off into the distance. Hey, Mark Duffy, uh, look, it's the end of the working week for Duff. This is his yeah, last show for the week. He looks fatigued. Uh, <laughs> I've, done, I've done three days hard toil, boys. <laughs> yeah. I know you have. Hey, looking forward to the show. What's coming up after 8 o'clock with uh, Mornings with Mark Duffield? Um, on, we had a bit of a brief conversation out there in the news break. We, we agree um, in regards to the Brownlow medal. Who should be voting on the Brownlow medal? And that's going to be your opening monologue. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the editorial will be on Don't Take the Brownlow voting off the umpires Good decision. the betting scandal. Yeah. You're talking about two separate issues, a human failing versus a system. Uh, I know Scott 
has a different opinion on this to you and I do. Yep. Uh, but you don't. I believe if you take it off the umpires, it's no longer the Brownlow, and I don't think they get it that wrong. And, yep. and there's a difference between a system failure yep. and a human failure. Yeah. Michael Pell. Okay. No worries. I disagree. I have done for a long, long time. Yeah. Have said that. But you're an anti-umpire. No, no, I'm not anti-umpire. But again, I don't. And as a player, never ever cared what they thought of me or how I played the game. And uh, and I don't think if you called it what it is, which is the umpires' award, no one would want it. No one would care that much about it. I just don't think it should be revered as much as as it is. And even Nathan Buckley, who's won a Brownlow medal, he posted something the other day saying, in his opinion, um, the the top five awards would be best and fairest in a premiership year, Norm Smith medal, Brownlow was number three, and then AFL Coaches Association, AFL Players Association. I, I just, again, it's, the, you know, I'm big on opinion-based awards, uh, but this is an opinion of people that the players don't necessarily care if they rate them or not. Uh, how many I, votes did you get? I have no idea. 25, I'll tell you exactly. I'll just answer. 25. In what year was that? Uh, <laughs> you got nine in your best year in 1999. Nine votes. Yeah. You win the Carwin, 95 goals, you get nine votes. Oh, okay. See, seriously. Okay, now, seriously. Now, now we've dug up something. I mean, oh, no, no, no. The real sore here, and, and Mick Bolt, <laughs> this is a sore on Mick Moldhouse as well, did not make the All-Australian team. No, it's a disgrace too. Again, opinion-based. And all those people's opinions I don't care about anymore. What else you got coming up? So a bit of a touch of the Jessies. Jesse Wagstaff, Wildcats captain. Yep. Jesse Turner, the Swan District star. Yeah. We, um, when it comes to draft prospects, you guys go young, I go old. Your guys will get drafted. Mine won't. <laughs> <laughs> but there's an argument for them. I think there is, and I think we should keep pressing their case. Jay Rooney will come, uh, will be on the show, and he will talk about railway stakes. Big weekend of racing. Simon Miller was listening. He said he was swimming a horse. He was swimming a horse for the first time today at the track, which is he hasn't normally doesn't normally do. So that's why he wasn't listening early. But he said he went to Maui once, and there was the biggest all in brawl he's ever seen in the Maui Cup. <laughs> Yeah, apparently, it's, and the apparently it's something to do with the speed dating issue that was uh, going on <laughs> during the race. A couple of people didn't know. <laughs> 23 away from eight, John Williams. Mark Duff in after 8 o'clock. Mornings with Mark Duff here. And don't forget, you can always get in touch with Duff. 13, 12, 55. And it is an opinion-based show. You can have an opinion. You Everyone's can agree, gone. disagree, argue that Toss Duff is the best in the business coming up after 8 o'clock. John really joins us next. Scotty Indoors. <laughs> You've been part of a great club, but you're now going to be part of a greater club, and we're going to retire your jersey. And, and can I just give my own Sean Reddish story? Uh, I was part of the ownership group back then, and I've been watching this this guy. I knew he went to ASU, and uh, he's out in Australia. He's putting up stupid numbers like 30, 40, 45, and he had a 50. And I'm going, why isn't anyone recruiting this guy? Maybe he's a complete... Um, you know, no, nobody, you know, wants to touch him. And, uh, and I, I remember talking to Fish about it. And uh, I said, listen, I reckon we should have a crack at this bloke. And so Fish is like, yeah, yeah, OK, let's get him over for a trial. And then I think you end up signing with New Zealand for two games, three games. I don't know what it was. It wasn't many. And then they released him. And I said... 
at fish, we've got to go get this bloke. And over he comes and honestly, never look back. He is a true wildcat. Um, he, he lives, you know, on the court like you guys do. He's been a magnificent servant to the club, but a contributor across the board. He's an ultimate team man and he deserves to have his jersey up in the rafters. So well done, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Andrew Vlahov yesterday, Thanks, uh, yeah, no. Sean Redditch, uh, he uh, received the news that his jersey will be hung up at RAC Arena and be retired, which is great news. He's been an absolute stalwart for the Wildcats and still gives plenty back to the basketball community. One man who would have been in that room yesterday is the coach of the Perth Wildcats, John Rilly, ahead of their game tomorrow night at RAC Arena after the FIBA break. And John has been kind enough to join us. Uh, that's a special occasion, JR, isn't it? Uh, anytime you retire a singlet and Sean Redditch deserves the honour. Oh, absolutely, and uh, in your introduction, absolutely deserves it, rightly so, and and well done to Sean and his family on it all. Mate, uh, you've had a minor break. A couple of the boys went across, of course, to Kazakhstan for a training run against Kazakhstan (laughs) to get into the the next stage of the World Cup with Mike Kelly. Everyone on deck, everyone ready to go to the resumption tomorrow night? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It was good for Todd Blanchfield and Mitch Norton to go over there and play and uh, get a good win against Kazakhstan in the velodrome. For those that watched, that was an interesting setup. But uh, look, it's been a great break for us. Uh, You know, we've uh, lay out the Titan and work on some things uh, going into the break with momentum with a good win over Adelaide. Was the timing good for a break, JR? Or uh, would you rather keep rolling after that win against Adelaide? Yeah, look, you, you, tomorrow night I'll determine whether yeah. it was a good or bad break. Um, but I, I think it was good in the fact that we went into the break with good momentum and the way we played against Adelaide had a good purpose about it. Um, so now we can just, you know, tinker away at things with with guys in a, in a good, confident mood. What can you tell us? What can you tell us on what you worked on over that little, uh, it's not a huge break, but uh, uh, you just said you had to tighten up a couple of things. I know you don't want to give away too much, but uh, what can you tell us? No, look, when you, when you look at the, the five games that we lost, uh, you can easily go into a mode where you think you need to reinvent the wheel. But, like, defensively, it was our ball pressure. It was our talking. It was our rebounding. Offensively, you know, did we take some questionable shots too early in the shot clock and things like that. So, um, you know, just, just tightening and addressing those things and showing guys film so they can actually – see that what we're telling them, there is a little truth to it all. Is um, Bryce Cotton, who, who, who it wasn't his best shooting night until the last quarter when it mattered, I suppose, uh, what's the fallout from when you have nights like this? Does he work harder again when he goes out, out onto the practice court and does he not miss on the practice court? What can you put that down to? Because he had plenty of good looks uh, against Adelaide, but it only took to the last quarter for them to land. Oh, you're brutal, Goss. Like, the man was carrying us for so long and you're chipping at him for 20 minutes of play. Golly, come on. No, it's unacceptable. JR, it's only, He's been, incredibly inconsistent, We've been concerned mate. about his inconsistency all year come since, on, the, since the, summer, the summer carnival in Darwin, or sorry, the pre-season carnival in Darwin. We've been worried about him. Look, this, this is what I'll tell you. I talked to him the next day after the game and I said, man, it must have felt good that, you know, you had several teammates contributing in the first half when you weren't playing at your level. And he goes, oh, I felt bad. I was like, Bryce, like, I understand this. Like, when your teammates are chipping in at that level and you can get away with that level, like, it, it's a good thing for the team. And as, as we saw, once the fourth quarter come around, he was dynamite.
So he said he felt bad because, to be honest, so did I. Uh, I you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I love him. I love him. And I was getting really frustrated because, you know, he doesn't miss like that. And you could see it was frustration. But you know what? Full credit to him. This is what I'm saying. He could have completely dropped his bundle, but he did make a difference in that last quarter. Never he seen was, him do that. He, he, was, uh, he was fantastic in that last quarter. Yeah, look, for someone like Bryce, like he is meticulous with the way he works every day. So he knew it was in him and he persisted with it yeah. and he has the confidence to persist with it. And that's the beauty and that's why he's an MVP and a champion. Yeah. How about tomorrow night, JR? Come on, JR. Uh, they got us uh, not that long ago and yes. for payback. Oh, absolutely. Uh, look, I've watched the game uh, back a few times, and uh, we were in the game. We had a chance to win the game. We had multiple nice leads throughout the game, seven, nine points, uh, and we didn't play the best. So uh, there's lots of good film for us to reflect on, uh, and hopefully uh, you will see a better Perth Wildcats outfit tomorrow night than you did the last time we played them at RAC. Yes, good, good, good. Now, what about... How are you travelling, mate? Is your family arrived in town? You do sound tired. Uh, yeah, my... <laughs> you're the best. You're the... unbelievable. Uh, yeah, my, my wife and daughter, yet yeah, they arrived a couple of days ago. They're here for a few weeks. We're sussing out a few schools and so forth for my daughter. Um, but, yes, yeah, very, very good to uh, see them because uh, since I've been here, uh, yeah, I unfortunately haven't been been able to see him. So four oh, or five great. months into it, I finally get to reunite with them. That's fantastic. Are you going cheap? Are you going uh, public system or are you going <laughs> private uh, for the school system, John? I'm going the well-educated public system. Hey, nice work by you. We've got a family pass up for grabs uh, for the Perth Wars. Hey, J- hey, JR, did you know I did the Ronald McDonald auction on Saturday night and that someone paid, and so the SEG group, our mm. sports entertainment group, uh, donated two quarts, so a, a box for two games to so the same person to Wildcats game at RAC Arena. Sold for eighteen thousand dollars for a box of eight. You can't tell me well there's still done. not still not interest in those Perth Wildcats from the top end of town, from the grassroots supporters to the top end of town. The the Wildcats faith in the Wildcats remains. That's brilliant, isn't it? Oh, your golden tonsils are still working beautifully. That's that's well done. Unbelievable. So I'll even tuck my shirt in for that. Much. Well, yeah, hey, good. it has made a difference. I must admit. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I care. I have care for you, JR. I care for you a lot in more ways than you realise. Hey, mate, it's a big game tomorrow night. It would be nice to go back to back and to, to resume after the FIBA break to get the job done, and we're looking forward to, to seeing what the Wildcats can produce. So for the Wildcats faithful, you have an air of confidence that the break has been – you've worked the break nicely, and we're looking forward to having a win over Phoenix tomorrow. Appreciate it and look forward to the Red Army being there in force. They will be, in, mate. They will be. Good on you, JR. John really joining us, uh, one of the best in the business. A family pass up for grabs, 13, 12, 55, if you want to get, go and put yourself in the running. A family pass for four, let me tell you, that's worth that's worth money. That's serious coinage. Uh, 13, 12, 55, ring the boys out there. You might get a chance to speak to some of the stars behind the show. Hang on. No, they're not answering the phones at the moment. Only Chris and Justin. <laughs> whack, whack, whack. Well set up, whack. Yeah, no, well, I was yeah. the type of guy. And there's a lot of people walking past. There's some sort of... Again, a breakfast we haven't been invited to. <laughs>
<laughs> let it go. Nine away from eight. Mark Duffield in after eight o'clock. 13, 12, 55. If you want to go to the Wildcats, put yourself in the running. We've got a family pass up for grabs. And let me tell you, the place will be rocking tomorrow night. The Red Army will be out in force against South East Melbourne Phoenix. Yeah. Don't forget, the Wildcats hour on Friday between eight and nine. Oh, the best hour of the week. Scotty and Goss, off the cuff. This is where we ask questions we don't know they're coming in. Congratulations to Mark from Carlisle, who is off to the Wildcats tomorrow. <laughs> he won a family pass. And I'm Mark. And I'm Marco. Thanks for listening. His family will have a great night. Yep. I, 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 I think I know him and I think he might have already put them on Gumtree. Maybe a couple of quid. Do you reckon? <laughs> if, he, if he did, yeah. I'm tipping he's under 5'8". It's the sort of thing an under 5'8 would do. Got a question? Um, our man Simon Miller. Yes. Hopefully he's swimming another horse and not listening. <laughs> Will he be a Group 1 winner by the end of this year? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to oh. get, yeah. yeah. Winter bottom stakes. Yep. Amelia's jewel? Yep. Yep. If he doesn't, do we, do we, do we burn him? Yeah, I think we give him far too much publicity anyway. Uh, okay. But he is doing a, a racing show on SEN track with... Um, Gareth Hall oh, and, and, and Gary Hall Jr. I think they're in negotiations. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> uh, question for you right now. Yeah. What stage will you sweat up a storm today wearing that winter shirt <laughs> yeah. where it's going to be 31 degrees and already 24? Well, How will you sweat up a storm? I looked at it probably. If it's 24, 23 by 4 now. Yeah. Uh, we're out of here at 8.01. I reckon <laughs> by the time I get to the car, which is about a three-minute walk, yeah, 804. 804, I'll be needing some recliner. Well, listen, I'll get dressed in the dark so that, not to that, wake that, up that, wifey. That, that, that shirt. It's far too thick. It's, it's too thick. Well, it was 11 when I got up. And, um, yeah. Anyway, I've got another racing one for you. Fast game's a good game. Yeah. Gostradamus. Ready. So, does Alaskan God win for Danny Morton? No. We had Danny Morton no. on the week no. yesterday. No, but Danny Morton will train a winner at Northam today, remember? Yeah. So two horses going around at Northam today. Yep. Back both of them, you won't lose. Because he didn't tell us which one. Back both of them, you won't lose. Always he, Alaskan God will not win on Saturday. I don't think it can win, no. It's my opinion. Okay. Good show today. Well yes. done to our guests for coming in. Steely Green is a superstar. We love him. Well done to Special K. Well done to Lois Lane. Bit of Steely Dan to go out with. Thanks for your company. Mark Duffield in after 8 o'clock. You can get in touch with Duff 13, 12.55.